Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my non-binary friends, welcome, welcome, welcome to the first, I guess this is kind of the first official interview episode of the What The Fluff podcast. I am so excited to get to have a nice little heart-to-heart with one of my best friends. If you guys know the stream, you definitely know our games together. If you know impressions, you definitely know this man. Uh, The first beautiful human being that I get to speak to on this podcast is the one and only Schaefer Bates. Oh, you can even no what what what? what? Doesn't matter now. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it! I the, we context, could talk about it. the context of me introducing that it just it, no. Don't worry. Context is gone. Okay, Latin, you can talk about anything. You can ask me anything. I love that. So, what about looking around your house for random crap? I'm trying to just as you you know called me to start this. I'm. You know, you see an item around your house every day. I don't know what that item is. It could be anything. Mine in this story is a is a is a battery charger for my camera. Okay. Um, and I see it every day. I look at it, and it looks at me, and it goes morning. I'm looking at it morning. I see it every day. I don't bother with it because I don't need to charge my cameras that much because they're rigged up to the PC. And now I need it. It's gone. It's a bit like my love life, I guess. Damn. It's just something's just sitting around, and then when you actually wanted it, can't be found gone it's it's going on to do better things it's charging up other things it's really (laughs) annoying me actually i can't find it what what do you why do you need it like what camera do you need it for are you trying to do a sketch well yeah if i'm trying to film a sketch you know if they're rigged up to your computers they're stuck there i want to i want to film a sketch around my table and i can't but it is what it is whatever you know, some people out there don't have charges for their cameras, so that's true. You what, need to you need to appreciate mean, the time that you did have with that charger, exactly. And really, just think about your privilege in this moment. You selfish fuck. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm in one of my therapy sessions. I feel like I'm projecting onto a fast relationship. Anything we need to talk about, man? Is the charger a metaphor for what's her name? <laughs> We'll call uh, her Electra. Broken. We'll call her Electra. <laughs> Electra. I mean, yeah. that's somewhat like her name, but yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Imagine if I just <laughs> randomly guessed her name, even though I don't even, I feel like I've never heard the name, now that I think. Uh, uh, have I never mentioned on stream about heartbreak? Oh, you've mentioned heartbreak. I just don't think you've mentioned the heartbreak girl herself. Oh, no, I've name. never mentioned the name. No, 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 no. Just no, I don't. This severe heartbreak. Say, yeah, I d- just severe heartbreak. That's all that needs to be. Voldemort, I've said. Yes, that's what it's been. That It's been Voldemort, Voldemort nonstop. That's my name for a a past, a, a, a past love interest. A lover. Not a, lo- a lover. You know, if you say love interest, is that like you love them and they don't love you? And then a lover is when you both love each other. Ooh. I... <laughs> Actually, no. So, so in my mind, a love interest would be an unconfirmed. It would be unconfirmed how that other person feels about you. Yeah. So that person is my love interest. I like them. I don't know if they love me back, but I feel like, yeah, when then yeah. if that person is like, dude, I love you. Now we're lovers. I, well, I'm glad that you've defined it as that because like, I'm always like weary about describing people as Oh, she's my love interest because it's like, yeah, you're basically going. Um, I, I I'm in love with them, and they're not in love with me, or oh they don't God. know yet. 
So I'm glad I've I've never used that term. I feel I feel what you just described is actually called stalker for that one. So we have yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So love interest is stalker, but they kind of know about you. Not me. Nope, not at all. I mean, you're too popular to to be a stalker anyway. Exactly. Yeah. I'm too look, I'm too popular to be broken up with. Have I told you about my heartbreak? No, I've never, I've never heard what, what, this is the first time I'm hearing about it. Can you, Wait, you this care is, to go into detail? This is, this is confidential therapy between puppies and, and Schaefer, isn't it? I thought this was what this yeah, is. Yeah, this is confident. There's no recording being on. No one's going to be able to hear about any of this information. Oh, God, thank God for that. Yeah. I'm always quite shy about mentioning it on your stream, but now it's just me and you. Yeah. It's kind of like an intervention. Um, I'm doing great. Doing great. <laughs> Are you? Is that what you're telling yourself? Because it sounded more like great. a self coaching than a. <laughs> I am. I'm doing I'm great. Actually, doing I'm, great. I'm. I'm, I'm doing great. I, I'm doing great. You know, on a serious note, at all the all the love interest and, and yeah. stalkery vibes aside, this is the first time in my life where, <clears throat> like, I'm transparent on the stream to a degree that I think is acceptable for an audience. And I think this is acceptable to say because I've mentioned it on the stream. Um, I'm at a, a stage in my life where there's not a lot going on for me in terms of my career. Well, there's things bubbling away, but that's not enough to say there's stuff going on for me because every actor and every creative and musician, anything like that can go, yeah, there's there's stuff in the pipeline. It doesn't mean anything until things are signed. But yep. I, I'm confident there's some great stuff coming up and I'm excited about it, which I can't share yet. But it's... It's the first time in my life I've I've got nothing like sort of financially. I don't like oh, just living in London. I moved here, knew it would be a high risk, high reward. There's a lot of investment to come to London. Very expensive place if you want to chase your dreams or whatever. Much like it is in LA or anything like that. And uh, it's the first time financially I've been very very unstable. But for the first time in my life, extremely ex- extremely happy. Really, I'm really happy. Like I feel so. I think it's because I've had money and i've had lots of money at one point not like millionaire status or anything like that but just money where it, 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 in your early 20s you're very comfortable yeah um and i and I, i'm a bit of a nihilist i don't agree in savings because i'm very much everything you wear and everything you have is going to go you know you, you're going to rock back into the earth one day so i just think we're all on borrowed time so i don't really care about savings which is a bit childish but i'm also a bit of a nihilist but it's the first time ever i'm like like I'm really financially struggling, but I don't feel I don't feel stressed. Like I'm I'm streaming all the time. I get to stream with you every Wednesday, which is like my favorite day. I, I'm making content for multiple channels. Um, I'm writing for TV, um, and it's just like I'm, I'm like happy. It's really bizarre. Like I have I should be stressed, but I think I'm just I don't know. Perhaps it was the um, the heartbreak uh i don't know i think i've just made me grateful for i don't know what it is it's really it's interesting though um i'm just I'm just really happy at the moment where i'm like wow this first time i'm i'm like oh god i'm good and i think um uh, we're quite similar in the sense that i think it's because for once i've got a routine yep a proper routine i'm like right stream five hours in the evening go to bed wake up gym walk the dog edit all your videos, then do all your comedy stuff, edit all them, do your emails, back on stream, go, 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 go. I think that's why, because I'm like, there's no substitute for hard work, and I'm like, if I just keep working like this, 
there's no reason why eventually, you know, all the, the money and stuff like that will come in. But it's really nice to be skint, like really skint. No money in the bank, but Jeez. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Dude, every time you're mentioning no money, I'm getting stressed. Like I'm good and I'm stressed just just because, uh, well, I mean, the move was ridiculous, but mm. that's neither here nor there. Do you feel as though there's any part of you that's working? So what is what is the key to that routine? Like if if you're going through your day, you have so much shit to do. What is the one thing that's not work that you go to that can kind of reset you or to bring you back? Uh, when you say reset, what do you mean? In, so in, in you're what? having a bad, uh, sorry, not reset. You're having a bad day. What is that one activity of those creating content, walking the dog, going to the gym that you, if that piece is out of the puzzle, it affects you the most. Honestly, streaming. I honestly really? think streaming. If I don't like bearing in mind, like I, I've been gaming since I was about 11 years of age, but it has always been my escape for me. It, I'm comfortable. Yeah. I feel really, really like it's a safe space when I'm streaming. Um, it's it's nice. I just um, I've I'm I've I've always been a gamer. I'm a bit bit of a quote unquote nerd, I guess. But yeah. that's what if I don't stream or even just playing video games just for an hour. Like I don't outside of streaming, I don't really play video games. Like I I have to be playing video games and 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 making the most of my time. I can't just sit there and play video games if it's not. Um, uh, you know, creating content yep. or be earning me money. It has to be, there has to be some value in it. Entertain. I'm not, if I'm just sat off stream playing video games, I'm entertain. I'm not even entertaining an audience. I'm just entertaining myself. But yeah, streaming, man. It's just, I, there was a time where I just stopped it for three years and now I couldn't think of stopping it. And I know at some point there's a major role might come in where I'll have six months away from streaming. I'm going to be like, God damn. Yeah. And you just said yeah. something very interesting, which was you don't want to stream offline because there's no entertainment for other people it's only entertainment for yourself so what does schaefer bates do to entertain himself what is schaefer bates's schaefer bates's activity that's none of your business mm. <laughs> it could uh, be no, if there was a I, camera there I, on, that, like i mean i've like probably yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can make it all of our business speaking of entertaining the crowd <laughs> Man, I think I suppose I kind of there's a bit of a contradiction there. I mean, look, playing video games offline is great, but I mean, uh, my mind will at some point be like, right, I, I need to end, I need to do more with my time. Um, but yeah, no, it's just streaming. I, I, yeah. It just chills me out, relaxes me. I just feel good. I feel like a feel like a radio presenter or something when I'm doing it. Yeah, that's fun. The I performance. Like yeah. What about you, pups? The gym, probably. Yeah. Being active. That's mm. one of those. Like, I, I slept in because I got my ass beat at jujitsu last night. So I ended up not going to the gym this morning, and I'm wondering if I'm going to regret it later. Because there gets to a point where if it's a few hours, that's why I do my workout. One of the first things in the day, it's the first mm -hmm. hour or two. Because if I don't get that just out of me, that angst or whatever it is, if I just am not active, I just feel so weird. My body yeah. just has this leftover energy that it doesn't know what to do with. And so definitely, definitely the gym for myself, I think. Because that's really, I mean, I'm even still realizing, dude, we're going to get real on this one. I'm even still realizing how some of my going to the gym is in a way the performance aspect that we said in streaming of like, people can see how big I am. 
Like that's yeah. it. People can see me work hard. They can see that. So there's that aspect of it too, which I'm still trying to figure out how much of that plays into my desire to go to the gym. But for sure, when I'm in that mood of just headphones on, focusing on myself, that's those are some of the best workouts. And I leave feeling the best mentally after those ones when I definitely am aware enough to focus it more on myself and take it off of everyone else's energy, if that makes sense. Yeah. So even like when you work out, even to this day, do you get days where you're like, like, I cannot be asked, like, why? I just can't be bothered to do this workout. Even like, because you're in wicked shape, you are. But do you even to this day, you like, no, like, well, you won't sit on the bench and be like, I just don't want to be here today. I um, do not want to be in the gym. Honestly, if I'm having an extremely like this, it's maybe once every two to three months, I'll be having a rough, rough mental day. And it's just one of those depressive. I don't want to do anything. I know that if I do the thing that's going to make me happy, I'm going to be bummed out. So, well, I guess, so yes, there are days where on occasion it's difficult to go to the gym. It's difficult to get that motivation, but the, the working out is so solidified in my routine and in my body that even if I'm hating it or dreading it as it's happening, or I don't want to finish the set workout, whatever, I know that me finishing it will make me I'll be happier automatically. Yeah. Even if I was extremely sad before, yeah, I might still be extremely sad after, but maybe it's only three X's on that extreme as opposed to five. I don't know why I chose okay, three. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have that? Cause I know you're an active guy as well. You did boxing. Like what's, what's fitness, what role has fitness been playing in your life or played in your life before? I don't know the state of me, man. Like, no disrespect to anyone who's put on a bit of a down <clears> for Christmas because I think you should put on a bit of a cushion for the pushing around Christmas time. But I, uh, man, I was, a, I went, I told you anyway. Yeah. Like, I, I meet 170, 175 max guy, but I like walking around at about 165, 170. That's me. Um, it doesn't have to be, you know, abs are made in the kitchen or whatever. It doesn't have to be, I have to be ripped. I don't have to be shredded. I just have to feel somewhat bit of a bulk about me. I, but, but I went down to 145 in the summer, did that big body transformation and I only did eight weeks. Um, and I got ripped and the idea was you, you know, you carry on and, and, and just keep going for it. Obviously reintroduce carbs, your diet and stuff like that. I had no carbs and it was tough. Uh, but man, it, uh, I just, I've realized just to sit in a calorie deficit is the best thing. And that's it. Rather than yeah. going, uh, <laughs> going on these, it was, I did get in, in really good shape and I could have been in even better shape six months down the line, but I like to eat and I have to enjoy myself. So it's like, I, I finished it, looked great, went away to Spain. And then, uh, oh man, the first beer I put to my lips, I just, the weight, the weight <laughs> of me is... I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you, um, I'm going to send you some pictures in a bit and, and okay. be like, yeah, this, this is me on the second day of Marbella in Spain. And this is me on the first day before I flew. Honestly, you'll be like, what? It, it just all piled back on me. I'm back in the gym now. Um, but I'm still just, I'm just back up, you know, eating a lot. It's a healthy yeah. food. Though. I'm eating a lot of healthy food, but I'm eating more and just, I just like to get really bulky in the winter. I just get really bulky. And then if I want to jump back on that diet in the summer, I will. And then rip down. 
But I, I just, I can't stick. I don't know what it is for the gym. I just can't. I can train my, I can go into all different kinds of shapes. It's mad. Triangle, rec, whatever. I'm, I just don't, I just get really, I'll train my ass off for like, 12, 15 weeks, and then I'll just go, I'll get loads of compliments. Man, you got, have you seen Schaefer? What he looks like? What, Jesus, looks really good. And then I'm like, oh, there we are. Then I can just go out and drink now because I'll stay in the shape for about three weeks. Uh, and then I'll just stop exercising because I'll get carried away with the social life. And then I'm like, look at myself, and I'm like, ah, oh, right back <laughs> in the gym again. I always wonder what would it be like if I just consistently stuck at the gym for three I reckon I'm consistent in the gym about four months a year, honestly. I always wonder if I was daily, maybe Monday to Friday, uh, for a year, what 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 sort of shape I'd be what in. Be? It always intrigues me. Maybe from this point on, that's what I should do. So what's, After Christmas. what's the block? What is it? Like, do you have ADHD? Or you, do you have an addictive yeah. personality? Is it one of those you just get addicted to the idea of it and then you, or just addicted to the lifting and then you set aside all that fun shit and then once that fun shit happens you're like oh my god this is so much better than the gym every single morning yeah. and well, no carbs and dying i'm 99 sure i have add my focus is just i'll focus on something and then it's something else just boom straight away yeah um, it's always the same with every zoom whether it be again like streaming i've never consistently streamed for more than apart from now i'm on facebook um um is this is the most consistent i've been so i can do it yeah i think it's seven months of streaming where i had one month out to be fair because i wasn't doing well and that's a given but i've never i don't think i've ever been in the gym like i've I, i've said oh you know i boxed off and on for years but it's just you know it's like i don't think i've ever been in the gym for longer than four months i get in a really good shape and then i go oh yeah this is where i want to be and then yeah. I, I won't stick at it i'll go and do something else then and i'm like well, why don't you just better manage your time and just do all of them, which is what I, as I said earlier on, I'm, I'm getting better at doing. Um, it's my rest day today anyway. Wednesday's always my rest day, but I just Same. need to make sure tomorrow I go, right, get in the gym. Otherwise, I'll go, I did Monday, Thursday, yeah. right, Wednesday's rest day. Then it's Thursday. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, I'll go Friday and Saturday. And I know fine well Saturday comes, and I live in the UK, and it's binge drinking culture out here. I'll be out having a beer or a Guinness with a like a, a steak and chips and I'm just, uh, and then that's it then. And I'll go ah, next week, next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, rest day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. <laughs> do you actually enjoy the gym then? I or do, do you enjoy the running. idea of it and the results no, it brings? I do. Uh, okay. Yeah, probably the second actually. Yeah. You are 50, uh, 50. If I get, if I go in the gym, I'm 20 minutes in and my work and I and I notice like PBs are being broke or I'm yeah I'm lifting heavier and I'm getting more of a pump. I don't I know it sounds very like bro science but when you get that pump there's no other feeling like it. 100%. I mean, well, but it's like when you get a perfect lift not swinging or anything like that and you've lifted a new weight that you haven't lifted you're like oh man Jesus like this is actual evolution of my body here this is crazy and you get really excited. I love that. But then, um, I don't know if you, me and you are quite sick. I get bummed out. I'm very impatient. So if I, if I come in the next week and I haven't broke another goal, I'm like, well, this, this is crap. Like, what am I, like, what is this? So I suppose it kind of speaks for my entire career, really. If I'm like, I haven't had work in two or three months with what I do, I'm like, that's it. I'm a failure now. I'm done. Dude. I said, whatever. And I, I get a chip on my shoulder and start pointing the finger at everyone. Like, you shouldn't be where you are. And I get turned into a bitter old man. 
This is so, dude, we are so, even so much more similar than I yeah. thought because this is a dude, I'm trying to work on my instant work through my instant gratification and try and be more patient. Okay. This, this is very interesting. So then it's how like does trailer. one who is, a, because this is so, how does one who is a voice actor who works on impressions, who like are your, the impressions that uh, of course you've been working on for so long now, but mm-hmm. when you start them, are they pretty good to begin with? And then like, what is it that makes you still focus on a voice? Because clearly we're both instant gratification, your instant gratification, you want it to be as good as possible right away. So where do, where does that patience come from to work on the voices? It's, it, or are you just funny, that good? Just, I, just that good. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> just better. I think, just better. I think just better. Just built better. Uh, vocal cords just built much Stronger, better. faster, better hair. I, I was, all of that. I was filming a sketch earlier on. Uh, my Tom Cruise voice is still brand new. It's still coming along. But again, gratification off other people. They're like, wow, that's that's good, man. So I'm like, okay, I'll keep working on it. But I was doing it earlier on. And I... I I threw my microphone across the room and was talking to myself going, you are shit. Cause I just couldn't get, I was get trying out new words in the sketch. And I remember I was just like slapping my head and threw my mic across the room. And went, you are shit. You are absolutely dog shit. And I'm just like, what Dude, the hell? Wow. Man? I get really, 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 uh, I beat myself up big time. Yeah. I don't know if it's to do with sort of, um, uh, my upbringing as a child and a very stern family and, you know, failures to, for weaklings and all that, which is totally incorrect. Yeah. Uh, but I just, I get really, really, really impatient with myself. So if some, vo- like, I look back at myself, um, 2014 when I first started, it seemed like every voice I used to do just like a nail. Obviously times have changed. Uh, I'm a bit older, Voice your, vo- your octave changes and stuff like that. So there's other voices I can do and some that I could do that I can no longer do. And even that, I'm like, well, why could I do it? But like angry at my younger self. Why could he do it? Yeah. <laughs> why can't I? It's really, it's, it's bizarre. But I've just got to learn um, as I'm, is, is patience, which is going to take a while. And also, uh, you know, if I, what I could have done then, I might not be able to do now. Like it could be like in your case, you could have, say when you're 40, you, you could look back at yourself when you're 29 and go, God, he could lift that then. And when you're 40, yep. you're like, oh, struggle with that a bit more. I just got to see it like that and not beat myself up about everything. And I think I had, I honestly think I had a better work ethic when I am. Um, well, it's funny we should say this actually. I, I say I had a better work ethic in, in 2014 when I first started doing what I was doing uh, and then compare it to now. So I'd quit my job back then, not a penny to my name. Now, <laughs> I have uh, I pay for my rent, and once rent goes out, I'm like, right, okay, I've got to struggle on this amount of money until I get a job in, blah, 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 but I kind of find it exciting. It's kind of funny how I've gone back into that time, uh, so it could be a good thing, because back then, I was there were loads of opportunities coming up, because all I, all I had was work. I think being hungry is a good thing, as long as you're always hungry, and you've always, you've always got to work towards something, so perhaps... Uh, I'm rambling now. I think perhaps, no, I love it. I think perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. I'm sorry, perhaps. perhaps. Uh, I think I think I'm I'm sort of like how I was. Yeah, when I was 22, 23. Now I'm in that position uh, where I'm like, right, I've got to work every day. Uh, so it might be a good thing now where I'm like, I'm putting in the effort. I think I honestly being honest with myself to cut all that rambling story down. I think I worked harder in 2014 and the last 
five or six years, I don't think I've worked hard enough. I think that's what I'm slowly starting to admit to myself. And that might be the reason I am not where I am, perhaps. So um, what... Oh, sorry, keep going. I don't want to cut you off. No, no, go on. So where should you be? Where should Schaefer um, Bates... What, what is Schaefer Bates' idea for himself? Because, of course, uh, with all yeah. of these expectations, you, like, who, who is to say you're working hard enough? Who sa- who's also to say that 2014 Schaefer Bates was working as hard as he should and this 2021 Schaefer Bates is working as hard as he should? Like, do you mm. feel as though you're... you There's... Because I know we've talked about Voldemort. We've talked about working through mental things. So <laughs> is there, do you think there might be an aspect of that? Uh, like there's more time to be taken for mental stuff and more like more of an understanding of yourself to the point mm. where like you can't really just go balls to the wall because you're aware of more things. I mean, Does that make sense? You- yeah, you just saying that, taking time for myself mentally. I think, personally, I took a lot of time for myself mentally. I mean, if if I look at the timeline, I had a pilot on a TV show uh, 2015. I was brand new to the industry, brand new to everything. So I think I look back at that longer. Well, why did I have that then and not now? Um, but I backed away from the limelight and stuff like that, and I, I, I removed myself, moved back to Wales, didn't like going out. I think I've talked to you about it off-stream didn't like going out and having 25 friends in a nightclub with me and I didn't know any of them. They were just yep. here because I could get them in. Um, didn't like that. I was like, I, this isn't for me. I'm a very introverted, simple-minded guy. I don't I don't want to be around this. I want to rank my comedy, do my skits, and, and that's it. Yeah. Um, and I think I took three, four years away from London to work on myself mentally. And I think that's, that's actually been a, a blessing and a curse. Um, because removing yourself from London or removing yourself from LA or removing yourself from any of these New York, whatever big cities. Um, sometimes you, you take away opportunity from yourself and that happened to me. I lost my agent, um, both agents, my voice acting, acting agent, my, my main manager. They're like, well, you know, you don't live in London now. You're not near the opportunities. So I think, yeah, working on yourself mentally is great, but don't take the length of time I did. (laughs) yeah, I could have made excuses for myself essentially and went, oh, yeah, this is four years of um, of working on myself mentally. Um, so I, I'd probably go down that route with that with an answer to your question. No, I love that. And that's the fu- that's the worst part about acting too is it's already so or pursuing entertainment in general is it's already so mentally taxing that mm-hmm. you it, but then if you take that time off to deal with those things, the opportunities that you miss or the relevance that could go away with your name. It happens yeah. so fast, dude. Yeah. It's exactly, so yeah. stupid. And even that, yeah. I love that. I just saw your story. I love, if I may ask, are you just overseeing likes on Instagram? Is it getting in your I, head? Is it? I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've always said, I don't define myself by metrics, but any creator can say that metrics is the currency. What earns you money with, with your work at the end of the day um people can call you a sellout for saying things like that but my services have always been for sale yeah i I mean i have to work uh to do what i do um but um but honestly i i've seen a lot of people um where you can't see how many likes they've got in the photos i'm like oh that's cool how do they do that i'm like i I can't figure out how to do it i don't want to see um you know, I put a video out and it doesn't do as well as I expect it to do because I've looked at the likes. I don't want to do yeah. it. I just want to put it out. My 
I've said to you before, we've been on the phone where I've popped, popped to the grocery store and someone, uh, I voice noted you, sorry, and people have gone every time I walk to the grocery store, yo, man, massive fan of your impressions. Yo, dude, love you, Conor McGregor. Yo, man, big fan of Gordon Ramsay. And I'm like, I've voice noted you, gone, ah, oh, that's nice, that guy. That's all I need. That's the only byproduct yeah. for me. I don't need to see, put a video out that I've worked hard on and, and not get the likes I want to and go, right, that's it, I'm a failure. Because... There's so many other variables in that. There's people could be in work, people are commuting home, people have other problems. I think just, I don't want to see how many likes I have because I think it's shallow as well. Like, I'm guilty of it. I will, if, you know, it, uh, no, I will say it. If a girl, say, likes a load of my photos, I've never thought myself to be this guy, but I have recently. If a girl likes a load of my photos, I'll go on her profile and, you know, if if she has uh less followers or something i can be like mm, not in my industry or whatever and i'm like mm. why I, i'm not saying it i mean that makes me sound like a, a proper i mean dick, but i mean like worth being um, transparent this is what humans do yeah i mean I'm, done I'm the back of my head says it and i'm still yeah. the first person to point at the finger at someone if they do it to me so i just kind of went why i'm like turning into this creature here i'm like no not for me um, I, so I, I've just, I don't want, I don't want to see how many likes I have. I don't, I don't want, I've had, you know, people come onto your profile and like brands and cause you haven't got a certain amount of likes on a recent post. They're like, mm, engagement's not very high with him. It's like, what? No. It's one post. When, when did metrics define my talent? That's, yeah. I think that's where I'm going with it. And I'm just like, um, I, obviously I suffer bad imposter syndrome and you know, like, I, I, I said, like, I hang out. I, was, I told you, I was hanging I had a really bad week of uh, imposter syndrome where I just constantly question myself and go, like, um, uh, my my main thing with imposter syndrome is that I think that um, um, I feel myself getting emotional about this. That's okay. <laughs> I feel like um, people are, um, uh, I'm like this, like, joke or like, oh, God, oh, Schaefer's coming to the party or whatever, or Schaefer, oh, God, that guy who does, oh, like, the the clown or the magician, for example. I'm just, like, this this cheesy character. Um, and I, like, take what I do really seriously. And sometimes yeah. I think I turn up to things and people are like, oh, God, he's here. When, like, I was with um, Dom Youngblood, yep. um, his, his girlfriend, my friend, who's his guitarist, and uh, Nick Grimshaw, who's, like, BBC Radio 1, uh, presenter former i was out with them the other day and um and and youngblood and, and his band and all was so complimentary of me and like yo man you're, you're hilarious and like hearing him like i turn up and he's like schaefer what's happening mate? <laughs> i'm just like wow this guy's like world famous like punk rock star at the moment and he's like how you doing man those things and, it, and that i was like not that i need people um to, of that caliber to sort of define who i am but it's yeah. just nice that I don't know who these people anything. They don't know me anything. Like they hang out with Hollywood stars, and they're just like, "Yo, come and sit, sit with us, man. Chill with us. Let's have a good night." I was like, and all we did was sit in a pub. Uh, the pub got, you know, we locked the pub down, threw everyone out, nice. and just at McDonald's and chatted shit. And it was like, "Oh, this is cool, man." I was, I'm not. We're not in a nightclub, and uh, um, you know, this like, what do you do? Oh my god, what do you yeah. do? Like, oh my god, I, and they go like, I've seen it as well when you go on nights. People go, oh, following on Instagram, and then they will look at your recent photos, and they see how many likes you had, and they're like, oh, I've seen you before, and it's just kind of like, oh no, fuck, I just get rid of their metrics, get them out my sight. I remember me and you talking about you saying about your streaming ages ago. You're like, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. It feels like my metrics are down, blah yep. blah blah, and now you're killing it. It's like, imagine yeah. you sat on that and dwelled on that thought back then. Uh, it, it, it's, it's a disease, it is, man. It's such it a really disease. is. 
It's also so hard because you did, I like what you said about metrics are like, that's one of the hardest things that when everyone's don't check your numbers, don't check your numbers. Well, yeah. when you're starting out and you're at a point where you're not on a paid contract, you don't have sponsorships that are dependable. Those mm-hmm. metrics are going to decide whether you pay your fucking rent or not. Because if I Bang have 50 on, people as opposed to 150 and I th- like, that's you, you have to stress about it in a way. And it's like, Oh, I'm just not supposed to care if I'm going to pay rent. Cool. Yeah. Love yeah. that advice. Thank you. Um, but with the so you're you feel your imposter syndrome goes past streaming because I thought you were just gonna say in stream it's IRL as well that you're feeling that no yeah um in honestly mate funny you should say in streaming I don't I don't really with, with your communities uh with um with my community with any community I've met, I I feel like I am in the <laughs> position where I should be in streaming yeah um. My I agree as well. Views are going up, but I, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm okay. I'm like, I'm not a great gamer, but I like making content, and I, I feel I'm, I'm just about where I should be, and that's, I'm, I'm, I can accept that. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Uh, and the audiences on, on, on in the gaming community are so much different. They're nicer, accepted. Yeah. And, and I love it. It's just in, yeah, real life with what I do with the acting and voice acting. Like I'm talking, I do like, I mean, 15, 20 auditions a month, and I never, I can't remember the last job I got. Yeah. Um, I think it's been priced. I don't even know. Uh, and I, I, that burns the back of my mind. And I sometimes think, God, I need to email my agent and go like, yeah, what is, What's what that? do I need to do? Cause I'm, I'm just feel like again, 2015 Schaefer, I was in one of the top voice acting agencies on the planet. Uh, they're called earache. And it was me, Andy Circus, Mackenzie Crook, I think Benedict Dang. Cumberbatch. Like, I should not have been on that roster. But back then, I was like, yeah, I should be. But now I'm like, no, I shouldn't have been. And I was just get, getting off work all the time. Obviously, I left London. And they were like, look, we can't work with you if you're not here. We, have to, we want you to succeed. Um, and I'm just like, man. Or even, that, I think that's the imposter syndrome then. It's always looking back at what I had. And now I'm like, mm, well... You know, why haven't I, why haven't I done this? But yeah, it's just imposter syndrome in general, man, just sucks. It's just, uh, it's always to do with my acting and uh, comedy stuff. I'm like, do people just feel sorry for me and uh, watch my videos because of that? Like, that's my really? mind frame. That's where it goes. I convince myself people feel sorry for me. <laughs> so have you, has that always been a thing, even before comedy? Or did it really only uh, surface when you started to put your content out there? Yes, I'd in when I put my content out there, I think perhaps in the era when fate, when I used to put videos out on Facebook and I could just go out and have a nap and within 20 minutes it'd be capped and on its way to a million views. And then yeah. obviously Facebook have changed their algorithm heavily since 2016. I think it's going back in that way again, which I'm happy with. Same. Um, but um, yeah, I think it was that you start again, metrics, man, as I said, it's a disease. You start going, Oh, okay. Mm, no. And then, you know, like the little things start niggling at you, like little comments, like, oh my God, what would do something new, do something yeah. new, and do something new, and they'll go, do something old. And you say, it's, and it's just the, it's the mouthiest people that shout the loudest. And then all the people who are there for you, like 90% of them, you ignore because of one little head who's yep. just, um, who's, um, who said something, and you'll dwell on it, and then that'll, they'll niggle at you all week, and then just stuff like that. But, I think that's the next thing I should go for therapy for. Um, obviously, the last thing I went for therapy for was my heartbreak. If I didn't tell you about that. Oh, um, no, you didn't. What? Hey, do you want to talk Speaking about of Harry Potter, <laughs> I'd love to hear. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what they've so far? What, what's come across is two things. I'm letting you guys know I'm heartbroken. Yeah. So that someone goes, what else do you want to talk about? And I go, oh, yeah, okay. I've also told everyone I'm skint. So send me money, basically. Yeah. That's what it comes across as. I've got no money and I'm heartbroken. Somebody slide in my DMs and somebody I'm, give me money. I'm poor with no love in my life. Help me, please. Basically, I'm looking for a sugar mama. If <laughs> I'm going to try and put the, upload this before we start the stream. That way you can get 37 star parties today. <laughs> Um, dude, that's so good. Speaking that's, of Harry Potter. <laughs> so what, oh, what have you, what has been your process to get over people being online dickheads? I also know oh, it's different um, being from yeah. London. So I feel like you guys already have a different banter and relationship with each other than shit talkers or whatever might, however we might do it over in America. But like, what's. How's that been for you? Because I know, even knowing you now, you're a very, like, at least what you put off is a very, fuck you, I don't care. But even just yeah. what we talked about the last five minutes, we, we're all, we all care. We're humans. Like, we have emotions. Yeah. So what is that? How, how have you navigated that? What's been your journey yeah. for that? I think, I mean, I, I have always been quite thick-skinned. Like, I just growing up in Wales and in a working-class family and a, a, a comprehensive English, uh, well, Welsh school, sorry. Oh, jeez, um, don't do that. Very, um, yeah, uh, the band has always been, f like, it's, it's brutal. I, Scots, Irish, and Welsh, like, even the English, I guess. Like, the way we insult each other, it's like a term of endearment. Like, we've yeah. been calling people all our lives because um, it's a term of endearment. But, so I've always been sort of somewhat thick-skinned and... and um, uh, and but for me, the process usually is reverse psychology. The amount of times I say it's ninety five percent effective, where I just say to people, "Yo, man, I I hope everything's going well in your life for you to come at me like that." And I'll always get a DM like, "Look, man, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that." And I'll go, "Look, mate, you're a dickhead. I want, <laughs> I want you to know that." But and then I'll also be like, "But like, what what's going on for you to do that?" I was like, "You do that." Uh, if you came, honestly, like, uh, if you came up to me in the street six, seven years ago before my career and just spoke to me like that, I'd, 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 I'd drive my head through your nose. I'd, yeah. I, like, I, I was that type of person. I was a shit house. But reverse psychology, mate, that's what I do. Like, for example, uh, last night there was a guy on stream that said, um, um, what did he say? He said, oh, um, funny that you're jumping on the streaming bandwagon now that everyone's bored of your impressions. Um, you know, what? years ago, years ago, I would have went, <laughs> nobody's bored of my impressions. What you want about? I just went, okay. I was like, let me just break it down. As I hope the mods haven't banned him, by the way, because I'm only going to do like level two verbal assault on him. But I just broke it down. I went, look, man, um, first of all, you've commented directly on my, my Schaefer Bates gaming page. So you've either searched me or I've come up in your feed and you recognize me from doing impressions. So I'm going to take that as a positive. Um, secondly, like go over to my TikTok and you'll see that nobody's bored in the impressions. It's just perhaps people like you who just aren't a fan of mine. And that's totally fine. I was like, you've engaged in my stream now, so don't think you're going anywhere. That's it. You're locked in now. Hold, you know, put your seatbelt in. Uh, then I went, now you're here. I pulled up his Facebook profile and he was engaged July 2020 to a girl called Sophie. I uh, went on her <laughs> profile 
Um, and her profile recently states that she's single. So I turned around and went, oh, mate, I'm sorry that the engagement didn't work out. I, I can see why things are now not going well in your life. Uh, and then he straight away left the chat, didn't want anything to do with it. And it's just like... You've come at me either because your that your love interest is is just not no longer well your, your fiance no one no longer wants to get engaged to you, uh, or you're just an absolute mewling quim who thought that he'd just come along and say that. And there's lots of things I could have went in on him about his appearance, anything, but I don't. I try not to do that unless someone's being a racist, right, homophobic asshole. Yeah, um, but I just reverse psychology always may just always seems to work. Um, that because was there's, there's, there's two there's two uh, routes. It either works in the sense that they're like, "Yo, man, I'm, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that," uh, or two, it doesn't work, and they just get angry that you're being nice to them, and then they look like more of a dickhead. So it's, like, yep. it's a win-win. Um, but sometimes, as I said, if you're going through uh, a tough time anyway, and someone leaves a shit comment that usually wouldn't bother you, it's like you've taken all your armor off and they've just driven a knife in you while all the armor's off. Um, it just, it, you know, it's just you haven't got it there. It, it sucks, but, you know, they, they, they just sort of, almost like how Paris took out Achilles, he just comes in and shoots him in the back of the heel and then legs it. It's kind of like that, you're doing well, and they're sneaky bitch, sucker punch. Third-party Call of Duty-esque play. They just come Ooh. in and third-party you. That's what it's like Great reference. Uh, when you're not doing well. Um, and that's it. But apart from that, mate, I just do reverse psychology, and it, it really affects me. The more uh, people are just... Um, you know, I don't get a lot of hate on my videos anyway, but if, if they're like hating on you on say TikTok or something, it, it's all engagement, whatever, isn't it? Totally. As, as long as someone's arguing in your comments, you, your videos getting views. Do you take the time Sometimes. to reply to a lot of comments? Um, if it's, so, if someone's totally, if it's friendly, yeah, I'll be like, yo, thanks for watching. If it's hateful, sometimes I like to write something really witty back and then just leave them to the rest of my audience to deal with. Nice. Because <laughs> my audience are brutal. They'll just go in on them. Which, uh, but if it's, if they're if they're open to uh, they're saying something that need a joke needs to be put in there, and I'm like, here you are. I'll throw them to the lions, and they're done. My audience are ruthless. They just defend me. <laughs> which uh, which is more ruthless, TikTok or Instagram? Uh, <clears throat> oh, TikTok. 100%. Really? Yeah, fourteen year olds just saying whatever they want, man. Like it's. It makes me laugh, though, because you can see the 14-year-old with, like, some soccer player in there. I can't believe I said soccer then. Uh, some soccer Whoa. player in the profile picture. And it's like, user, one, two, eight, three, five, 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 nine, 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 2010. No um, uploads. Yeah, no uploads. And they're just like, yo, you're a whatever. You're a one of them things. And I'm just like, Ugh. I just laugh at them because I'm like, yo, you're a kid. You angry child. In, in ten, yeah, you're an angry child. In 10 years' time, you're probably going to be like, oh, God, I was a bit of a dick back then. Uh, but yeah, TikTok, Instagram's fine. I really get shit on Instagram. Uh, apart from if I put videos up of me on the punch bag when I've had a minor pectoral tear and people are telling me, you need to watch that left hand or you're going to get counter-punched. Oh, you're, you're dog shit. <laughs> Just all the boxes come out. The toughest man on Instagram. That is, dude, the comments, oh, I feel like less like, people need to have, have access to the internet. People say to you, yo, man, uh, look, uh, you've probably been lifting for the last, I don't know, 10, 12 years. Uh, you need to work on your form, John. You need to work on your form. Yeah, no, no one ever says that. Yeah, good. <laughs> Rarely. Uh, missed. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm also like, I, I, I know we all have certain things. I, I mean, even you probably just 
your voices what okay i will say the thing about me and then i will ask the question back to you for sure the thing that i'm most secure in is my fitness routine and working out and knowing that i know how to maintain fitness and so it's like and my height i'm so tall it's ridiculous like i mean yeah. i can't even cool, like, I, I was nice. i i think i was like five nine or something when i was 13 and then <laughs> it's been it's been all uphill from there um but speaking of <laughs> um and you're you're a pretty tall person too right like you're secure that's one um, of the, I feel I like was, the most secure thing about you is your height. I feel like that's the most. I was taller most... than taller than Lord Farquaad up until I was about ninety <laughs> nine. Hang on, let me just Google how tall Wait, Lord Farquaad is. I think he's like four I three. Keep talking about my height, like I am actually really vertically challenged. When you, I, I think I'm Lord Farquaad height. I can tell that as much as we joke about it, it's still one of your biggest insecurities. Oh, it's my, uh, dude, I'm massively Like, it is your insecure. Uh, only within the last year. Uh, really? Like, never care. People always go, oh, do you, is that the reason, like, you wear, like, Cuban heels? I was like, no, I just, I, I like You're rock and roll. You're just a human being. But, hang on, Lord Farquaad's four foot six, so I'm... Oh, I'm, I was close. I, I'm, in, in a fantasy world, I am a giant. You would you, you would are, be dude. an oaf. You and uh, Shrek are standing at <laughs> forehead to forehead looking down on Farquaad. Like a little fuck what he is. As well. But um, yeah, with height, like I wear all like the Cuban heels shit and just, well, not all the time, but people always ah, oh, do you do that for height? I'm like, look, man, I, I just, this is how I dress. I like, I, I like a dress like I'm out the 70s. I love it. Um, it's nothing to do with that. But um, yeah, I think I, I told you before I went on a date like within the, this year and uh, with this girl and she was like 5'2 and she told me, I, look, you're not six foot, so I just think you're a bit too short for me. I'm like, okay. You know, I was like, that's weird. And I kind of liked it. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't expect that to come out of it. I'm actually very, I'm very much a sapiosexual. I'm very much attracted to like the way she, you know, yeah. lets all things in perspective. And I was just like, wow. Um, and then I started noticing it a lot between like, like, a, like people saying, um, not specifically me, but just like female friends, but like, yeah, I won't date a guy who's under six foot. And I'm like, wow, this is a really common thing. I'm like, Fuck, man! This this like this is body shaming on steroids. Um, yeah, uh, I was like, I can't change anything about my height um, unless I just wear Cuban heels constantly, and then I'm probably about five eleven. But even then, it's like you are still not got, six foot. Uh-huh. Yeah, still not six foot. It's like it, I don't know. I just got to a point where I was like, wow. Um, and that's one good thing I will say about Voldemort is she um, she was a five eight and a half model. And she just did not care. Nice. She like made me feel very uh, empowered and very, uh, yeah, just not that I've ever thought I wasn't appealing sexually. Ever. I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking sexy, man. Excuse hey, me. I mean, you are. Um, I, I said fuck. It's okay. It's we fine. can cuss. Uh, I just kind of like beeping it, you know? <laughs> I hear that. Um, fine. Fuck. She made me feel very confident uh, because you know, she's a model, man. She, and, I, but then I used, and then I found it very sexy because you see like actors uh actors aren't always that tall really no. uh, and that goes to do a casting because you don't want if you're six foot five you're henry cavill and you're typecast in every movie where you just play like a mythical thing yeah um but most actors i've ever met are around my height or smaller like tom hardy uh jason statham like uh, it's just well robert downey jr who i haven't met um and then they have like really tall girlfriends yep. well, i mean they do wear like massive heels on the carpet but i just find it so sexy and empowering having like a putting your armor on your girlfriend's weight not to the fact that you're under her chin 
I mean, only like an inch taller than you, perhaps. But um, and then I sort of didn't care as much. And then lately, I don't know. I think just because I'm single, I do find like you get comments now and then, like, oh, you know, you'd... I've never met a girl who's taller than me, apart from my friend who's this Dutch girl. But um, I, yeah, you get a lot of comments about your height. So it's funny you should say that. It's the first time I've actually admitted it. I am, I am quite insecure about my height. I'd say so. Yeah, because you can't change it. Yeah. Like if I was insecure about my breasts. I could go and get them changed, or if I was insecure about my weight, I could go yeah. and lose weight or put weight on. Um, it, you know, if I was, if there was insecurities with my nose, I could go and get a nose job. I, you can get your height changed, but you have to it have your feet broke. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, why would I want to do that? That is vanity times oh, Jesus. Then you're just gonna have months in a wheelchair, randomly long ass legs with your arm and torso <laughs> and everything else still being the exact same height. I do have long arms anyway. I have weird long arms. It's bizarre. They, they are quite limmy. I mean, you um, sit for work anyway, so. <laughs> I wear hey. all the same height lying down. Yeah. But yeah, it's something I'm insecure about. But I'd like to joke about it because you're my good friend and all my mates who joke about it were me. Um, well, I mean, my good mates don't even joke about it. Unless I take the piss So it's just me that shit <laughs> randomly brings but, up but your even, height. Even with, even with you, it's me who brings it up first. I mock That's my height. To, oh, yeah, for you to do it. And I'm like, oh, it's a joke between me and you. Apart from that, my mates are like, they don't mention it like at, at all. Because like, I'm not, in, in my friendship group, I'm about the same height as everyone. You know, you get the old guy who's like 6'2", yeah. 6'3", proper <laughs> weirdo. Uh, Dickheads. And, uh, <laughs> Being all tall and shit. Yeah, in public, rude. I, I sent you a picture of me and my childhood best friend and went, this is what we'd look like if we were stood next to each other. Remember I sent you that on WhatsApp? Yep, that and was you were like, so... Dude, I love what you said. You and your friend in the elevator, right? Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, my childhood bestie. Just wanted to let you know, this is what it would look like when we meet. I was like, what? Just so that's... I don't get nervous. Well, dude, because that's for you. And that's so weird that you mentioned that your your friend group is all the same. My friend group is all this height. Like my Dom, my best friend Man. is 6'3". Belcourt, my other best friend is 6'3". Shelly, my best friend is 5'11". My other best friend, Demi, I think is 5'10 or 5'9". I, uh, my buddy Max oh, is six one. Like you're there, you're there. You, you, and my my lesbian best friend are gonna be eye to eye, killing it down there. It's gonna be perfect. You and Demi Deans. <laughs> what an example! You and my lesbian best friend are gonna be eye to eye right down there, dude. I've always found it so weird. I literally have. I have. A male straight best friend. I have a straight female best friend. I have a gay best friend. I have a lesbian best friend. Yeah. I'm literally but like group. a shop of just, hey, everyone, get on in here. I just, yeah, it's beautiful. We're like Avengers Assemble. We are. We, we are the Avengers of... <laughs> <laughs> Avengers of individuality. Yeah. Just Sexual express freedom. yourself. Oh, yeah. dude. That's it's funny, funny. that's the first time I've ever mentioned that, that I'm, uh, in, yeah, I'd probably say I am. But, I feel like we've uh, talked about as, it. But as long mm. as people know that when me and you joke about it, that, it's like, 
that's a, that's a joke between me and you as good friends. Yeah. I don't, it does not phase me. I'm like, it's funny, man. Come on. Like, I can't talk about people being easily offended. And then, you know, me and you make jokes about each other's height or whatever. Or me yeah. saying it, it, your height's a personality trait. Dude, that like, is one but of if my anyone else videos. comes up to me who I don't know and they're just like, Look, again, this is all in my head. Nobody's ever come up to me and gone short ass. Yeah. I'm making out like I'm the same height as like Warwick Davis or something. I'm not. I am. I'm an average height guy. But. Um, if anyone else said it, you'd, you'd be like, for example, my friend Dobson, he's a Royal Marine. He's five foot six. Um, not the tallest of guys. I'm sure he won't mind me mentioning on stream because he does not care. He puts those like things in his shoes. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Um, the little height things. Wedges or something. Yeah. And he don't care. He's whatever. So he's about five, six and a half. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's but, getting there. Like. Like we all take the piss out of his height and stuff like that. We're like, oh, we're out with Frodo Baggins, you know, all that, all that <laughs> jam. Um, and it, but if anyone else said that, you're like, yo, man, what the fuck? Like we've known this guy years. Don't would, it's a joke between us. If he's if he wasn't comfortable with it, he'd tell us, and we wouldn't do it. But yeah, like get the f- out of here. Um, yeah. Oh, and also, I did like, for any young blood fans. I'm the same height as young blood. So, <laughs> so fuck, fuck off, y'all. We're yeah, about so to start talking shit. I don't care. I don't care. Do yeah. uh so do you feel that joking about it has made it less powerful for other people in terms of making fun of your height or is it still just as Yeah, I just think I'm just like that on the spectrum of jokes in general and I I think you just joke about things that uh, if you just joke about things like that it takes away like the yeah, the sinister side of it or yeah. the, the ridiculing. You're just like, yeah, bit of it. As it Tyrion Lannister said in Game of Thrones, use it as your armor because you can never use it against you. Mm. I'm a busted. That's uh, like that. I'm a bastard. That's <laughs> he says. That's what Jon Snow says, isn't he? He goes, I'm never going to be anything. I'm just a bastard. And he says, use that as your armor because then they can never use it against you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very mm. good quote, that is. Damn. Get that tattooed on your forehead. Unless you're five foot six. And then Unless you're five it, foot, you know. uh, five foot six and a half with wedges. Yeah. Okay. Don't with be wedges. disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm uh, so happy we're doing this. This, yeah, this is been great. so great. <laughs> and then we Next got a time, stream after it, this. If we do it again. Yeah. What time are we on tonight? Dude, I don't Two even, I, like full transparency. I don't want to stream right now. I don't know what it Two, is, but ever Two since hours, we started yeah. this conversation, I was like, this just feels right. Like okay. just sitting and talking to someone. And that's, think- I'm so happy you mentioned sapiosexual because I actually think I, that's what I am because I am so attracted to people's minds and how they work. Like that's, that's what I love. I love realness. I love figuring out why people are the way that they are and what people's passions are and, and just why you are the person that you are and to be able yeah. to have that transparency and awareness to even have that conversation, I feel is unique. And so that's like, that shit is what I'm attracted to. It's, it's kind of so like, wild. you know, like I, it's, it's how I look at you and go, God, I'd love to be that tall. And how you look at intelligent people and go, God, I'd love to be that intelligent. Yeah. It's Get crazy. It. I just, I pray and I shake my magic eight ball every night and I ask him, am I going to be smartness tomorrow? And then it <laughs> says, yes. And then I realized it's an actual bowling ball and I yeah. broke my foot. 
because I dropped You've it. You've actually grabbed my head and you're just shaking my yeah, head. Yeah, I mean, when you're down there, I'm just going <laughs> to, you know, <laughs> if you're hanging sorry. out at that perfect <laughs> counter on, height. Hang on. What am I, what am I doing down there? I'm like, with me and you are doing full play all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> if you're down there, you know. No, it's just because you're short. It's an, altitude, it's an altitude thing. <laughs> What I meant was I'm in Colorado. I'm at elevation, and First you're at time London. I puppies and uh, you were doing the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just got on my knees and I was like, "Hey, it's nice to meet you." Got on my knees and I was five foot nine. <laughs> oh god! So there we are. No, I know, I, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. But yeah. I just love streaming at my win. I just love, I just love where Facebook gaming's at as well in terms of just. There is no inundation of huge streamers. The tippity top is Stone Mountain. Inundation? Can you define that word for me? It's not inundated, so it's not like um, there's not loads of people rushing in. So. To, cool. it's, it's not. It's not overpouring or anything. Um, yeah. It's like Stone Mountain's the top tier, and then you've got all the mid-tier streamers, and then you've got the low-tier guys who've just died. There's not like absolutely shit tons of flagship facebook gaming streamers no still people are still trying to grow their audience i love it i just love the landscape of facebook gaming at the moment not just because i've been partnered on there but i just love i love where it's at and uh yo stone man if you listen to this you need to get me and puppies back in yeah come um, on man jerk the audience just loved us they did <laughs> the well, youtube comments comment. were so popular for our existence <laughs> it was only one comment, i know really when it or two Again, one or two comments apart from I can't believe apart you put that from video up. the legendary Schaefer Bates, so legendary we don't know who he is. <laughs> oh man, homie looks and ignores the hundreds of comments saying, "Oh, I love this." Oh, I love this, and then sees the two comments that are like, "Who the yeah. fuck is this guy?" And Schaefer, I am Schaefer f- Bates. <laughs> How dare you not know me? <laughs> I know, but it was an entire video. I laughed at it, to be fair, because he captioned the, one of the videos I played with the legendary Schaefer Bates. And I'm like, yeah, legendary in the creative world, in the gaming industry, yeah. maybe not so much. But I but I was laughing that he stones like, I don't give a shit. You're going up as that because I know who you are. And I'm like, yeah. And then I read the comments and like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and then there's this one guy in the comment is like, yo, if you guys don't know who Schaefer is, you need to crawl out from under a rock. And that got a couple of likes. I was like, yeah, fight my battles for me, bud. <laughs> I was just, but I found that hilarious because I was like, that's, that's great. The gaming community is going for it. But the actual videos of all of us got in, they were really positive comments. They've been really good, dude. I, I, really there's good. been hardly anyone, unless someone can get easily overwhelmed, then I could, I could see where our content might not be the best for them. But... I mean, that's, I forget who I was talking about it with. Oh yeah. I was talking to someone about, uh, that I was going to pursue improv and they're like, did you, did you ever get the satisfaction of doing improv? And I specifically cited you. I was like, dude, I have a five hour stream where I literally just go back and forth with Schaefer and different voices and characters and situations uh, five hours straight of just improv like i, yeah, that's I, all I, it is. I don't need to go to <laughs> yeah. second city i don't need to go to groundlings this is literally the best improv training i could ever have asked exactly, for mate. experience <laughs> yeah it's so much fun 
It's so, so much fun. So many people say that to me. Do you, you, do you and puppies like kind of do a, uh, like a brief um, structure before you stream about what you're going to do? I'm like, no. Not even close. We, we turn on the stream and it usually is me going, telling some anecdote at the start of the stream. And then we go from there and it just unravels. Like yeah. that, I can't, I can't for the life of me. And I need to get it edited. I cannot stop laughing. Just being, even now, I'm sober, being that high the other day and talking about Home Alone and the total devs. I I couldn't, I was like, that's only something that you'd get where I'm coming from and laughing. (laughs) I sent that to my editor and I was like, you guys need to keep this whole turtle dove story. Like this, I I don't know what you're going to do with this, but just this needs to stay in. I, (laughs) I, oh my gosh, man, that was... That, every single day is such a like is such a treat with you. That's treat, why exactly. like it's it's fuel for the soul. Because no matter how think- shite games are, it's just getting to hang out with one of my best friends and vibe out. Like it's it's you, so crazy. Do you think people get jealous of me and you and how good our streaming relationship is? Probably uh, yeah. I feel like people get jealous of any close relationship good. or good relationship, and uh, like take away from the fact that you are a famous person and then, Oh my gosh, I would love to be able to hang out with Schaefer bait, but just the fun that we get to have. And that's, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that, that just, uh, it also goes to show. I don't know what it is, man. Cause I, I, I would say that of course we couldn't have our friendship. Well, and, and let alone have this hour long conversation without vulnerability between the two of us, but it's oh, just, yeah. it, I, I, yeah, I don't know what it is. Like we just clicked. I feel like we we are just the same person. Of it's for the love of entertainment. Like that's that's one of the things that I'm trying to grapple with right now is is how much to engage with social media because when you posted your thing about wanting to take off likes of just you want to post it and you want it to be gone or and just to be out there, yeah. I feel that so much. There's so many times where it's like I I don't want to have to go back and read comments. I don't want to have to go back and look at the possibility of whatever people have thought about it it's like i just want to put out my entertainment and then go and do the rest of my life exactly Um, yeah so that's how do you manage that how do you manage like do you have a mindful like do you go about how you engage in social media or how much you're on it or participate in any sort of mindful way of okay if i do this that starts to bum me out so i need to not look at this post comments or yeah. Like, I want to I, engage more here with these people, but then this happens. Like, what? I just, I I upload my videos or do my content. Um, I reply to the first few comments within five minutes, put my phone down, and just let it cook away. And that's it. I just let it cook away, and that's it. If I get a DM from a friend saying, yeah, this is sick, and then they mention me in their story, I share that. I share a load of stories of my videos in. And then that's it. And then apart from that, if I want to just spout things into a fathomless abyss, I just go on Twitter and nice. just say crap. Yeah. Um, I've got a new manager now who's very on form with the things I say and do. I, yep. He's told me not to swear so much in videos, but fuck that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, he, um, no, he's he's been really nice about it, but um. Uh, but also, you know, if I'm going out and having a drink or I'm out with like celebrity friends or something, everything's on close friends on Instagram now, which I think you're nice. on. You want it? You, you want my, my close I, friends? I think I'm on. I don't think you've put John spelled wrong on close friends. 
Right, uh, I'm going to do that now. But I, everything's just close friends now. I just If it's anything that just doesn't need to be on social media, like me drinking a pint or me eating edibles or anything, not that I've ever done that, the pint thing. No, maybe. You've, yeah, um, you've never had edibles. I don't, um, like I just, oh, there you go. Put it on, John spelled wrong. Um, Yay. Yeah, I, I, close friends only. So that's just like everyday shit that I, you know, just, you know, like I got like 30, 40 friends on it and that's it. Everything else that goes on social media, I've sort of agreed with Ed Sheeran said recently, it's a promotional tool. Yeah. It's a tool to promote things. He only comes on Instagram when he's doing a tour, promotes his tour, and then that's it. He he, he gets rid of his phone and then goes back to his old, like, Nokia, Nokia 3310, I think it is. Yeah. And then that's it. He texts people and emails, and that's it. That is absolutely all he does. So would you say that if you're not necessarily engaging with your own content or promoting your own content, are you on your phone a lot? Or no? Um, like, are you a are you a TikTok scroller? Are you a like just social media no. outside of your content creation play a big part I, in your day to day? If I can't think of a video, I'll scroll through TikTok and see if I can get inspired by something. Um, I, I probably on WhatsApp quite a bit, but that's because all my clients and contacts are on there. Yeah, um, I wouldn't I consider WhatsApp social media it, though. I'd consider that yeah, just like yeah, messenger. No, just being on my phone in general. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if I have my phone in front of me on stream and say, because I'm sat here and I'm talking to chat and I'm answering someone's question and then waiting for someone to reply, uh, if I if my phone's in, in you know, nearby, I'll grab it and then, um, you know, check Instagram while I'm on stream. And I'm like, I got to get better at just leaving my phone on charge throughout the day and just, I think I did a social media detox uh, like three months ago where I just did. Um, I think you told me I that. I my yeah. phone on charge and did like, I do 30 minutes in the morning looking through my phone and that's it. I wouldn't touch it all day. And then I'd read a book in the evenings and I felt, dude, it felt like all of a sudden everyone's like, you know, like search warrants going out for you. Yep. Oh, I haven't heard of you. Is everything okay? I'm like, I appreciate you asking. It is nice, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally fine. That's, that's one thing I'm trying to wrestle with, with even just texting. Cause there's, uh, there's this lady, self-help. She's married to Abby Wambach. Her name's Glennon Doyle. And she, in one of her podcasts, she was, she's like, I hate texting. She said, I will not text anyone back. It is not personal. I just don't feel that I should be just because you send me a message. I have to reply to you. I'm not accountable to you. And so yeah, even true. when it came to her wedding, she took a moment and she was like, all right, all of you, I want you to look to your left, look to your right and Tell someone if I have ever replied to one of your text messages. Not a fucking person. She was yeah. like, so it's not personal. I just don't like it. And that's what I'm trying. Like, even with Twitter DMs, someone's like, hey, I'm, I, I shot you a message. And it's like, I don't want to check messages. I don't, I don't want to, to this, the amount of messages that I have in requests sitting there just because I'm anxious about opening it because then there's going to be a reply that I then have to reply to. Yeah. No, I'm good. That's why I'm also exactly. so close with my streaming circle. Like I, I, and that's one of the things I've also been wrestling with recently is I love getting to, to play with new people and help lift up other creators and put them on the platform. But I'm also happy to have games with the same six people every week for the rest of my life. Like that's exactly, yeah. Yeah. so. That's how do you manage that? Are is your do you have a big friend group circle that you have to sort of circumnavigate that? Are you 
do you have your few close friends? Like, what's what is Schaefer Bates's social dynamic? In streaming. In regards to streaming. Uh, in regards to everything. Streaming in life. Because yeah, I, I feel like my my stream echoes how I structure my life. But I don't know if you have that any different. Yeah, I mean, streaming, very similar with streaming. It's, um, I've got a, um, I used to just every week I'd stream with random streamers. Yeah. Um, to try and help them out. But I found that, like, <sighs> No, I've been very vocal with this on stream. I found that it was tough. It was like, um, I, I couldn't, I couldn't get things out of people. Like I couldn't yep. get them to talk as much. And there was a lot of dead air, and there was a lot of me trying to encourage people. Yeah, yeah. And it was a lot of quietness. And I'm like, uh, and I, it's like, oh, look, it's an opportunity yeah, for us all to, you know, be on each other's rotation each week. Yeah. And it's like you're not. Come on, let's say something. Let's make it exciting. Let's make it fun. Let's sell the content. And I, I was, you know, three, four weeks in, I stopped doing it. I was like, I can't, I can't do this because I can't, um, I can't just hold people's hands. You're either good at streaming, like you're either good at streaming or you're not. You're either good at being yeah. entertaining or you're not. And that's, I'm, nobody can argue that and go, oh, I can't believe he said that. That's the truth. You're either yep. hot, you're cold, or you, you know, that's it. Um, and um, I, so now I, I just stick to what I know, and occasionally I'll get other players in. Yeah. Uh, if I've watched their streams, if I've watched other yep. people's streams, I'll watch them and get them in. I used to just, people would send me, oh, yeah, I'm this streamer, I'm from here. I get them in, and then, uh, you know, I'd have people doing impressions to me of my impressions, and I'd be like, oh, that's cool, man. But then it'd be like three hours in, they're still doing it. I'm like, right, this is this is painful. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, but in regards to life, yeah, I'm very much, I got a very close-knit group of friends and that's it yeah ever since i did tv years ago i don't want 25 friends and i yeah. only know two of them i don't do that i don't like it i don't i don't like fear weather friends i don't do that shit i've got my close friends and that's it um, i love that and that that's it same with streaming i'll only do wednesdays you know wednesdays with you like that, that's yeah. my thing it's a routine now if i do wednesday with someone else now it feels like i'm cheating on my girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah and i do get yeah. really sad so yeah no i know I yeah oh my god it's hi okay. it's been so long did you hear about um kim dating that skinny emo oh guy? my god like, they're creating the what? trifecta right because it's they, it, mgk like... and and megan fox and then it's and then it's Courtney kardashian and Who's her white guy? Travis Barker. Oh my God, Travis Barker. And Blink, like one. Yeah, one thing. He Blink three sixty, I think, was what their name was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the one. And then you've got um, Pete Davis. Oh my God, Pete Davis. He's oh my God, our girl Kim. But yeah. I just <sighs> feel like if Kim and Courtney and Megan are doing it, then we should totally date white skinny emo guys. That yeah, is what we should do now. That is yeah. our thing. That is me now it's cool okay get out my doc martens and start wearing them and get like a really hot leather jacket Ooh, i love leather jacket are you gonna get a leather pants with your jacket i'm just gonna get some like denim skinny jeans oh and my god maybe a band tee because i'm like a really big fan of um steel maiden they're really good yeah and also you need a slayer shirt like a slayer and a led zeppler shirt a Led Zeppelin. I yeah. love those guys. They're, they're, they're my really favorite. Good. I was really sad yeah. when their blimp went down, though. 
Yeah, that was really yeah. sad. I, my favorite song by them would be um, uh, Everybody, yeah. Yeah, oh my God. Move your body, yeah. yeah. I wake up to Led that song. Zepper, Zepperlin. Let's, let Zeppelin tonight. That's the, my yeah. God. Oh my You're God. You're such a Ben I totally think that we would have Mick Jagger in it day or he would have so, us. yeah we the, someone would have been f-ed. i'm just not sure who it would have been and I'm it probably yeah i'm a i mean i don't I, I feel like people took a negative connotation to the word groupie but like i am such a groupie and i love it i'm a bad bitch yeah me too uh, oh my if God. there's a guest list i'm on it i am on it and i'm in it yeah if there's a band playing in town i'm, I'm on, on the guest list yeah i'm straight on my cell phone like hey can you put me on the guest list and they're like sure i love you yeah and i'm on i mean batch we have what like fifty thousand followers each we're yeah. famous my god and i did yeah. a new teeth, teeth whining brand deal Oh Recently, my god, how did that, that work? Was, it was where you put it in your mouth and it whitens your teeth. Was that Mick Jagger or was it? No, what did it you, was, sorry, who did you put in your mouth? Oh my god, oh, you stop it. Stop, no really stop, that's not that's Okay, not sorry, I'm sorry, but I'm not. So it's funny. It was naturally, it was natural that we had to, they had to come in. There was no way we could be this real for an hour and not perform in some way, shape, or form. There is. Well, (laughs) wait, how long have we been doing this now? This has been an hour and and 12 minutes. And your adjectives are going to. Oh, I'm I'm not editing this. This is going to be, this is going to be long form JRE style. Like this is what I want. And I, I forgot to warn you that I'm not editing anything. That's fine. But I need to warn you putting it on. Um, so far, I, I didn't even look into that. Probably SoundCloud, Spotify, basically wherever I can put podcasts. And then I need to figure out the video version. The only issue that I forgot was my Discord is on my game PC and Streamlabs, of course, is on the stream PC. So I might need to switch the camera over. Well, and I don't have a graphics card in the stream PC. So I don't think I could have both of our videos up Ooh, and be able to you. do that. Um, Ooh. Ooh, yes. I, 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 when I have Zoom meetings, I just go on my streaming PC. But and that's I what I was going to do. Just switch cameras around. So I think the first few are just going to be audio only, which I also feel is better in a way because at least over Discord, because you, you're just not worried about what you look like, and you can actually just listen and don't have yeah. to think about the faces that you're making because it's like you're not going to want to watch this for my interesting face. No, it's going to be our amazing Wednesday topic of conversation. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, uh, I'm starving hungry. What have I got to eat? Yeah, yeah let me tell you. I ordered food but literally before the podcast. Oh, perfect. What'd you get? <sighs> it's from a place called... Wait, where did I order? It's a place called Attis. It's like mm. they're, really, they're really, really good like salads. Like really good. Uh, but I got... It's a uh, build-your-own salad. So I've got roasted salmon with crispy shallots, parmesan, seasonal raw slaw, glazed beetroot, green leaf mix, shredded kale, and a vegan brownie. And then for lunch, for for dinner, I'll have turkey steaks, um, 
turkey steaks with chorizo and something. I just whatever's in my fridge. I don't get how you put on weight. You eat so well. I mean, I was blowing out my stomach the other day on that on that thing, but like that doesn't make sense. You eat I drink so Guinness, well. Mate. That's why. Oh yeah, that's true. Guinness, drink Guinness. That'll put weight on you. How many calories is in a Guinness? Isn't it insane? There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of iron in it, in there as well. Minerals. Um, nice. Go it's for actually, that. It's actually good for you. Um, actually healthy. No, it, Guinness isn't bad for you at all. It's um, it, obviously in moderation, but it's famous for having. Yeah, it's got loads of iron in it. Guinness is. Guinness has. Interesting. Um, I'll probably have like three or four. I try not to drink beer since I went on that thing, mate. I'll drink like tequila or something. Keep it dry. Tequila. What's your tequila like, drink? Tequila used to be my um, thing. I don't really know. I just have whatever's there. I don't really know my tequilas. I like mezcal. I'm more a whiskey. If you ask me what my whiskey drink is, I can straight away. I'm, I'm, I know what I'm at with that. That makes sense. The um, second you said mezcal, I was like, you probably like whiskey or scotch for you. Um, I like, I used to be a scotch drinker. Then I was an Islay drinker. I like Irish whiskey and a bourbon. One of them, either or. I've leaned towards bourbon a lot more now. Like a nice Eagle Rare or a Mitch's, nice American bourbon. I used to shit on American bourbon because I feel like Americans cannot make whiskey. Uh, but then I realized it's just because Irish people make the best whiskey on the planet. We can, no, just not as good as you all. Not as good as the Irish, you know. Yeah. I mean, y'all are professional drinkers. Whiskey, actually, my mum got me a Welsh whiskey for my birthday. I haven't tried it. I Made in the mountains. I tried to have a beer a week ago. And really? Been, yeah. We were, I went out, it was uh, this little craft place. We were going to a soccer game. Everyone had a beer and I was like, all right, let me try that one. So I tried a couple. One tastes like dirt water. The other one tasted like slightly more palatable dirt water. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try that palatable dirt water. And I got it. I took one sip and then someone brought waters over. I chugged the water and then I realized I was just thirsty and I did not take another sip of that beer. I gave it away to a friend. I'm good. I'm good, dude. I can't. I would have took it straight <laughs> off you and necked it. I I... Straight down the hatch. Dude, I cannot stand the taste of alcohol. I don't know. Well, I do know what it is. I don't like the taste. Yeah. It's just. That's, I get that. And I just don't. I I, I, the taste and hangovers. I think I could be. Well, and I also feel so out of control when I get drunk. Like, I don't, I don't like the feeling of not being in control, and I don't have the moderation to not actually. I probably do have the moderation. I really haven't engaged in moderation since I stopped drinking. Because I would just get too drunk. Yeah. I'd be mad that I was drunk, and then I'd start crying. <laughs> I get that, though. It was I get so that. bad, dude. It was it, so it, it, bad. It, My poor it, it is. <laughs> It, it is bad when you get that drunk because everyone does it. I, I've been that drunk where I'm like, I don't, I try not to get that drunk anymore. I just, I, yeah. I, I, I take my father's words. He's like, he's like, once you're tipsy or merry, what's the point? He's like, you don't need to drink anymore. Yeah. He's like, you literally drink. Um, I drink because I like the taste, though. See, I like red wine. Oh, uh, um, okay. But I, I'm a foodie, though. I'll always drink, if I'm having a bottle of wine, it's always with food. So everything I do is always sensible. I'll always eat. I always drink with food. Um, obviously, when it gets later in the night, I'm not talking about I'm in a nightclub and I'm eating like a 20-inch <laughs> pizza with like a whiskey or something. But um, yeah, so I've always got to have food. So I'm always okay. But I remember a couple of months ago, yeah, I was real bad. I was just drunk all the time. Really just drunk. But obviously, we know what that is. It's because Voldemort of Voldemort, yep. 
And that so was that's why. Yeah. And that was I think well, I, it was just the culture in West Hollywood. No one you don't go out to to West Hollywood to have a drink, to casually drink, to hang out. You go there to get fucked up and yeah. that's it. Like there's no the Yeah. It's incredible how much the area or the environment can uh play into how much you end up drinking. Oh, dude, yeah, I just remembered I'd, like, end up at, I'd be at, like, parties, and I'd be talking to some, like, attractive girl at the start of the night, and, you know, she's, like, said nice things to her friends about me, and by the end of the night when I'm really drunk and I'm trying to have an intelligent conversation with them again, I sound smart in my head, but she's like, oh, wow, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> but it's just because really? I'm really drunk. No, like, oh, back then, back then, back then. on their face. They're like, oh, God. Um, so I like being in control of myself to the point where, you know, sometimes it's nice when I, you know, meet a girl as well on a night out that they're like, oh, you know, this guy's very responsible. He's in control of himself. He's having a good time, but he doesn't need to get steaming drunk. Whereas I've met, you know, I've met a girl before at the start of the night. They've got along really well with me. And then throughout the day, then, and let's say I'm at a party and then throughout the party, I'm just getting more and more drunk. And then I go over to talk to him again. And they're like, oh, right. Okay. Nah. <laughs> Cause yeah. it's like, you think you're talking like, Shakespeare, like, doth thou sit yeah. before thy chamber? And they're like, oh, this guy. But you're really like this. You're like, oh, my God. And I realized, like, the last few weeks of just going out and just getting, you know, tipsy or just not drunk at all, how much people do my head in when they've had a drink. They yeah. come over to me and they smell of booze, and I'm like, oh, my God. And they're so annoying. Like, so annoying. That's, <laughs> like, that's me. But yeah. I'm drunk. It's, I go around telling everyone I'm a gypsy constantly. I don't know why. Like, I, like it's in my blood, but I don't know why I feel the need to tell to everyone. It. Yeah, and I get beer fear then the next day where I'm like, why did I say that? Does uh, peer pressure play into how much you drink a lot? Nah, it's all on me, mate. It's yeah. just trying to put a Band-Aid over a laceration. That's all yep. it was. Just trying to get drunk. Um but I've always, always remained, always remain being a gentleman when I'm drunk. I'm always, always kind and courteous. And if I'm too drunk, I will try and keep myself away from just making my, a, a fool and, and take myself home from everyone. I'll just get in a taxi and go. I've always been a gentleman when I'm drunk. Where I'm always trying to, trying to get people taxis home, make sure they're really? getting home safe before me. Like I'm like I'm wrecked here, and I'm like I'm gonna put you in a taxi and send you home. Are you and text me when you get home so I know you're safe. Is that is that the type of friend you are? Are you a uh, the the father the the making sure everyone's okay type of friend? Yeah, I always make sure I'm okay. Uh, people are okay. I think that's just I'm the I was the second oldest in the family and the oldest and firstborn boy. So oh yeah, I have seven people. So I was always like, holy had to look shit. after everyone. Yeah, so I had to look after everyone. Um, so it's like I've always been that way inclined. I'm always. And I got mostly sisters. I've got two brothers and five sisters. So it's like always uh, keeping an eye out. Um, I know. had no idea that there, there were that many Bateses in this world. Yeah, my mom just used to blink and get f***ing pregnant. Oh, holy hell, man. Crazy, isn't it? I know. And I keep joking with my father. because uh, So it's me and my sister and me and my two sisters. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. It's like this. Me and my sister, Misha, that's with my father and my mum. Then my father left my mum uh, when we were kids. Okay. Uh, I have a great relationship with my father. He just, he was an idiot. Um, 
And then my mum met another man, my stepfather, uh, David, who, who, if my father didn't come back into my life, I would have, I would have got him to adopt me. Oh, um, nice. Um, they had six kids together. And then my dad had a kid with another woman. So I, I'm just trying Jeez. to keep up with this. <laughs> So, so like, but we're all, all of us are like in, it, we all talk to each other. Like they're not, no one's half sister. You can, we all come from the same mother. There's no, oh, you're my half sister. We're all blood. That's it. Nice. I okay. I was just about to ask we're, that. Yeah. We're all brothers and sisters. Like if you come, we all shared the, the same womb. That's it. Really, you're my brother, my sister, whatever. Um, so we all have, you know, the great relationship with each other. Um, we all grew up in the same house, but yeah, I'm very, um, yeah, especially now when I hear like I, I guys talk about girls, I'm like, say to my younger sisters who are in their early twenties, I'm like, if you hear anything, doesn't matter what I do, and if I have management, you let me know because I'll still, I'll still come and throw hands if someone said something bad to you. One million percent. Still now, I'm very protective over them. It's weird because so protective over my sisters, but in a relationship, I'm so laid back to the point like I like it when people flirt with my partner. <laughs> Really? I'm like, I'm like, not when they flirt back, obviously. Well, yeah, of course. Obvious. But I'm like, I love it when people give my partner's attention. Uh, I'm like, yes. I'm like, they are hot. It, obviously, I mean, yeah. They're like, yeah, they're I, making me feel uncomfortable. Please help. I'm like, yeah, fuck over here. But um, I, li- I love it when my partner's got attention. I'm like, yes. What That's is what it? Like, what about it? Gorgeous. What about it makes you happy? Just because they're, they, they're beautiful. I'm like, yeah. yeah, they deserve to be celebrated. Look at them. They're hot. Oof. Do your thing, girl. Woman, yeah, lady, miss. But then every girlfriend I've ever had, when I've had attention, they hate it. They hate it. Yeah. Who Who's this bitch? <laughs> I mean, that's... Who she thinks she is. I wonder where that comes from, because I was even going to say, as someone who's very... I, I feel it comes down to your trust in your partner, because yeah. like I, I 1 million percent am the type that would have that same reaction that you did of like, dude, my partner's hot. Hey, I get it. I I I did yeah. flirt with them. I flirt with them all the time. So yeah, that's it. But then yeah, when someone flirts with you and they're like, oh my god, who is she? It's like, dude, I have way too many. I get along with women better in general. So either yeah, you need to be okay exactly. with this. Exactly the same person we are. I swear. Yeah, I, I forget who I was wow. talking about. That. That's why I don't have many guy friends. I hate the male ego. I can't stand it. I yeah. can deal with drama and bitching for until I die. But if some dude's like, oh, I'm, I'm this fucking guy, go away. I don't care. But the, someone <laughs> of your stature as well is probably, there's probably level of prejudice as well against you. They are, oh, yeah, you're a big, like, Chad or something. You're, like, this big, yeah. like, uh, football guy. But I'm like, I know you well, and I know I'm in touch with your feminine side. You are massively so, as am I. Oh, yeah. That's probably why we get along so well. Um, and you're, you're, you're bang on. Sometimes it's, like... I have such a mix of friends, but if we're on a night out, it's usually 60, 40, 60% women, 40% yep. guys. And I'm just like, um, and everyone's like, oh, are you like a womanizer? I'm like, no, these girls trust me because I I love their advice and I love how they carry themselves around me. And, I, and I'm a better person when I hang out with, with women. Yep. And they're like, oh, BG, you're not just like, oh, you're f***ing them. I'm like, no, no. mate, I, just because they have a vagina, I don't have to have sex with them. Christ alive. I'm like, that's exactly why we can't be friends. Uh, I can be friends with a female. Look, I can be friends with a female and find them attractive, but not be attracted to them. Yep. That's, Christ. I, but some people can't fathom it. They're like trying to figure out life before they were born. Um, 
It's people uh, who haven't yeah. elevated their brains are just like, oh, because you're attracted, just because you find them attractive, you have to sleep with them or some shit oh, like my, that. Yeah, and it's like, dude, exactly. not even close. That's what he did debate the other day with one of my female friends, which was refreshing, actually, um, about um, she was basically creating this narrative that when a guy messages you, they are, quote unquote, sliding in your DMs. And I was like, I think that's a really like, I think it's jumping the gun. Sliding in the DMs sounds really like snaky and yeah. creepy. And it's like, it's, it's this new social thing now that if you just message a girl, so if like a girl um, posts up a picture of their dog and you're like, oh my God, amazing. You've slid into their DMs. Like how much main character syndrome do you have to assume that, every guy who messages you is sliding into your DM. Yeah. Why can't you just message someone without you assuming that they want something? She was like, but it's not that way. She was like, 95% of guys uh, who message you are sliding in your DM. I was like, that's ridiculous. I was like, you're so full of yourself right now. I well, that's so, I was like, so you're saying I'm part of the 5% of guys who've, who've messaged you and not like, it makes no, I'm like, that's ridiculous. I was like, unless I'm going, you're posting up a picture of your cleavage and I'm putting a load of like eyes, wide open eyes and, yeah. like, and eggplants, that is sliding the DMs. Don't, if I'm trying to make conversation with you in a modern world, world in DMs, you can't go, yes, oh God, he slid into my DMs the other day. So it's a very private thing. Well, I, I don't mind, yeah, he messaged me the other day. He's a nice guy. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and that's, I, I also feel like that, and I would be have been curious if you asked her this, if it was based on the perception of the, or if it was based on her perception of the person that messaged her and yeah. their attractiveness, attractiveness it, level or not. I did, mate. Exactly you that. You did? Exactly that. And what was, exactly what was the reply? That. She, she, she basically said that's not the case, but I just, I don't think mm. that's true. I don't think that's true at all. I mean, uh, so then because, how does one, how does, okay, I would, dude, I'm almost like, bring her in here. Let's continue this conversation. Because how does one engage with someone Regard so yeah of course if someone posts a story like you said with a dog and you're like that's a cute dog yeah like at what how does someone connect with someone then like if yeah well, it, I, it, it, exactly it, so just no one turn say. off your story replies if you don't want people quote unquote sliding in your DMs which you perceive a reply to a story is sliding in your DMs how, like how does how is someone supposed to go about that because there's of course dude there's cute people that i follow on instagram and i'll reply to a story but in no way is that like hey i want you to sleep with me it's like hey you're cool i like your content this is me engaging with your content yeah exactly uh, that's you've got to, so strange you've got to take social media especially instagram at face value as well everyone you see is just you know you just see them for what you are you can't gauge their personality or their thought process or people like me and you are sapiosexuals you know until you give them a chance to have a conversation with your messages, you can't have an interesting conversation. So yep. I wholeheartedly agree with what you're saying and what I said to her. She said, no, it's nothing to do with them being attractive. It is. Yeah. If you have someone attractive slid in your DMs, you go, you reply and you get into a conversation with them. You just shut this guy's ass down um, for, for example, comment on your dog and say, oh, he slid into my DMs. That's such a like cruel perception of just... I put it on my story the other day, actually, drunkenly. I said, stop shooting people down who are trying to support you and level you up uh, for messaging you, uh, words of kindness. Yep. It's, mean, it's mean girls' behavior. And I just put in brackets, meangirls.exe. And that was nice. based on I messaged a friend and was like, 
I was like, you guys, you, uh, they were all out together at some uh, red carpet event. I was like, oh, my God, you guys look fire, absolutely smashing it. And, she, and this is a, a, a girl that I've spoke to in the past, sent me, like, a question mark back. And that's very, like, I was like, fucking hell. I was like, what, did I say something wrong? And then I just, I got a bit, I was like, yeah, I was just saying, you all, you all look great with a full stop. And she went, yeah, thanks. And I'm just like, wow. What, like, wow. I was just, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I, I know you don't have to, but you could have just, you could have just went, yeah, cool. Thanks. Straight away. And like, why, why are you, why are you complimenting us on a, on a, on, a, on the fact that we all look great? I was like, you look, you guys look fire. Enjoy your night. And it was yeah, like, that's... I got totally shut down. I was like, wow. Okay. Like that, and you know, see, and and you know the person too. Like, it, yeah. I, I could totally understand if you're out in public and you're like, even still, I don't know, man. I'm still, I I understand the pers- the perspective of a woman who doesn't want to get hit on in public. One million percent. I feel like that's not this scenario though, because there's always because there's the two arguments of oh, just take the compliment. They weren't trying to be mean, but also, why did you feel the need to comment on me? But then that also goes down to what are you complimenting on? Because if you go out in public and you're like, lady, nice tits. Obviously, yeah, exactly, fuck yeah. you. But there's times where I'll be at a checkout and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love your nails. I love your, I love how you did your eyeliner. Yeah. That sort of thing. I, I would love if someone complimented my eyeliner or my I pants think, or yeah. something. Like that's, I am so for complimenting people as long as it's not extremely superficial. As long as it's, or, uh, but well, and then that's where you can get into contextual situations. If you know someone, you know that they're working extremely hard on your body and it's like, dude, you're a bot. You are kicking it. You're killing it. Great. Yeah. Love that. But when it's completely out of nowhere with no relationship, that's where it can get weird. But dude, I'm I mean, so I, yeah. for you look great. That's why I love complimenting on your videos. I love complimenting people yeah, on yeah. Twitter, on whatever. And especially when it's being the dudes, because it's like no one tells the dudes Hey, dude, what you just did, that's cool. You're looking good. You're doing X, Y, or Z. And so being that person and making, yeah, normalizing, complimenting each other in ways that are not superficial and are ways that can lift people up is, is so, I don't understand how people don't do it or find it difficult or, or my, well, okay, you find it difficult because you don't like yourself. But yeah, yeah. it's so powerful I think we are in a in a world that's very unapproachable at the moment but obviously in the context of what you said look i've gone up i've seen a girl at a bar and i've gone up to him and gone hey i hope this is inappropriate i just want to let you know i think you look really great and they've gone oh my god thank you so much love your jacket and we've got into conversation yep i've gone up uh, uh, but I'll, uh, i've gone up before and i just said oh, look, i just want to let you know I, I think you look great and they've said nothing i just walk away i don't stand there I go, so i let you know it's a compliment you can do with it as you wish. Walk away at that point. Yep. You don't have to stand there and go, what do I receive in return? I just sometimes like making people's night. Um, I love that. I don't know in any scenario where I've said it and someone's gone, you've ruined my night for yep. that. Why would you come up to me and say that? Uh, I'd be like, oh, no, I just want to let you know you look great. I'm not, there's nothing in it. Um, I, I, and I think people built that way. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Unless you're literally going up there and standing and waiting for a response. That's creepy. Yeah. Uh, but just, being kind and curious and going, no, I just want to let you know you look really great and I hope you have a nice evening. Uh, and they, they don't say anything, walk away, fine. At least yeah. You haven't done anything wrong there. You've been nice. Um, if they want to create a narrative that Tolkien would be proud of and say, oh, well, that's harassment. But it's like, well, maybe you should just stay in cotton wool for the rest of your life and nobody should have the instinct of thinking or 
you know, you can think someone's attractive, I guess, at the same time and not say anything. But I, th- I like to make make people feel confident in themselves, as you said. Yeah. Uh, anytime you know, just t- comment on people's photos and be like, you look great. Uh, there's nothing in it most of the time. I just want to let you know that you look great. Um, I have to spend, for me to be attracted to someone, like actually attracted to someone, I have to spend a lot of time in their company yep. uh, talking, just talking anyway. Uh, so I can't just... I can't just go just totally be a tra- unless Zoe Kravitz comes into the bar. We know then, that she is already your I, wife. She just doesn't know it. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. I, if Zoe Kravitz came into the bar, I'd there would be restraining orders put against me. Yeah, uh, but not because I'm evil, but because it's love. It's love. It's pure love. I feel like and she knows it. She doesn't. Know it. I feel like we're turning into a new episode of You right now. Oh no. <laughs> 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 She loves it's it. Just, she just doesn't know it. There's restraining she orders. It. She just doesn't know yet. <laughs> just hang out in my library, Zoe. It's fine. <laughs> Everything Mate, you need. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna coin it here. I love I'm gonna that. coin it. Um, I'm gonna coin it here. Uh, I'm, I'm say, I'm, I'm guessing we're coming to the end of the podcast because I'm starving. We're getting close. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love um, that. I'm gonna coin it here, just like Jim Carrey did when he wrote himself a check for three million dollars and, and and kept it in his wallet and then cashed it to himself. Uh, when he landed his first role in Dumb and Dumb, I'm going to coin it to myself now. I will be in a relationship with Zoe Kravitz. One. <laughs> That's so serious. That one, and we're just going to hard cut right now. Episode over. Thank you guys for joining <laughs> us. Schaefer Bates, if you guys took nothing out of this episode, just know Schaefer Bates is going to be married to Zoe Kravitz at some point. Yeah. yeah. Dude. I, uh, an arranged marriage. An arra- with her consent, though. Well, yeah. I mean, Yeah. You got to talk to... Uh... Obviously. Okay. Well, you said arranged. Arranged. There's not always consent from the uh, from the sorry, bride and groom. I meant uh, d- deranged marriage because... Because you, know, mm, you are a little... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. You guys, mean arranged marriage. you guys both have spooky vibes. But in yeah. the, like Ooh. cool spooky vibe. Yeah, like a cool ghost. Yeah. Like, ooh, yeah. you know? That's, Hopefully that's... we can uh, get Chan and Tatum killed first. But, um... <sighs> that guy, man. What a just... What a talent. What a jerk. What, what a, a jerk. jerk. That's what I meant. What a talented jerk whose abs jerk are talent. so tasty. I mean, yeah. uh, that's been this episode, cool, man. everybody. Uh, nah, man. Thank you so much for, for being the first guest. That, well, yeah. First guest done that for we could have kept, I mean, luckily we get to continue this for hours in about 45 minutes. So. Oh, God. I forgot. Yeah. I know. Uh, I know. It's going it. to be so great. Dude, thank you so much, man. I, I truly Brad, appreciate this. Hey, I love you as always. Love you, brother. And I'll uh, I'll let you know when this goes up. All right, mate. I'll chat to you in 45 minutes. I'm starving. This sounds good. Enjoy. I'll see ya. Keep in touch for yourself. Bye. Man. And there you have it, man. The very first episode of the What the Fluff podcast interview series is done. We talked about so many differing, different things. And it's amazing the the openness and just the amazingness that is Schaefer Bates. I was so happy we were able to have that conversation. And I hope you guys were able to take something away from it. Um, or at least laugh or something. Either way, I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you wouldn't mind, share this with a friend. If you if you know someone that could use some entertainment, could use a listen share this with them, like it. And I hope you guys hit the subscribe or the follow. And I get to entertain you guys for many, many, many more episodes. Um, 
yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day, night, morning, whatever it is when you're listening to this. And we will see you on the next one.